When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to Almost Famous, the podcast where I meet other people who grew up with famous family members and discuss how that has affected their journeys through life. Thanks so much for all of your amazing feedback on the show so far. If you haven't already, please do press that subscribe button and tell your friends and family about the show if you think it's something they'd be into. My guest today is actor and writer Rosalind Blessed. And uh, the review came out and said the, hi- the highlight of the show was some girl doing an impression of Brian Blessed. Rosalind studied at Central School of Speech and Drama and quickly found success in the theatre with roles in Octavia for the Royal Shakespeare Company at the Barbican, Canterbury Tales at the Southwark Playhouse and Titus Andronicus at Arcola Theatre, amongst many others. For television, Rosalind has appeared in Someone You Used to Know on Discovery and the BBC's daily drama Doctors. Rosalind is about to perform two self-penned plays, The Delights of Dogs and The Problems of People and Lullabies for the Lost at the Red Lion Theatre in London. She'll perform these alongside her actor mother, Hildegard Neal, with her dad working as executive producer. Rosalind's father is actor, writer and television presenter Brian Blessed. Walking down the red carpet and Dad introducing me to everybody as his Russian sex worker. Brian has been prolific across theatre, the small screen and film over a near 60-year career, with his most famous work including Zed Cars, Return to Treasure Island and Blackadder on television, Flash Gordon, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves and Much Ado About Nothing on film, and playing both Old Deuteronomy and Bustopher Jones in the original West End theatre production of Cats. Brian has also appeared on the brilliant primetime television quiz Pointless Celebrities alongside his daughter and today's almost famous guest, Rosalind Blessed. Hello, Rosalind. Hello. Oh, the long <laughs> intros that I write. I tell you what, I even... Why went, do it to yourself? Well, when writing this one, I was like, well, this one's going to be shorter than the last one. Yeah. And then inadvertently, uh, I can't do it. Uh, and actually, <laughs> in terms of... Uh, uh, the first question I like to ask is, hmm. what did you think of your intro and would your dad have been okay with his? <laughs> oh, yeah, I think so. I, th- I mean, his could always be longer, to be honest. I think... You know, the more we can talk about Brian Blessed, the happier Brian Blessed becomes. Is that right? He likes to be seen. Oh, that's interesting. That's, you know, we're getting straight onto his ego uh, straight away. But uh, interestingly, you make a really solid point, though. He's done so much stuff that Mm. it was just a matter of kind of cutting it down to what I thought he's, were the, the most memorable uh, stuff And he me. just he just keeps going and going and going as well. I mean, he's he's as busy now as he has ever been. And he just keeps on finding... I think younger people seem to just chime with Dad. You know, there, there's something about that, uh, about that insane energy. He's, think... He is rocking the F out of those Ladbrokes adverts at the moment, that's for oh, sure. Oh, I love it. Oh, don't run away. Oh, <laughs> it makes me sad. <laughs> You've already done an impression of him, which is great because I'd actually oh. written, "Can you do an impression of him?" And then I took it out. I was yes. like, "No, that's too embarrassing." Oh well, no, no, uh, please. Um, yes, I remember. I did um, uh, in my in my sparkling career, and no one knows more that the pinnacle of anyone's acting career is 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 impro. Mm-hmm. So I've done a lot of comedy impro to ones, tens of people. Yeah. I mean, but uh, we actually got reviewed once. The only review we ever had, and. Um, Within the show, I'd done an impression of my dad about me, starring me, including me, and very, very much about me. And um, 
And uh, the review came out and said the, hi- the highlight of the show was some girl doing an impression of Brian Blessed. <laughs> an excellent Brian Blessed impression. It could almost have been him. It, it, that's uh, amazing. What a great review. Um, I did want to ask, uh, we've, we've kind of moved on from what I wanted to ask, which mm. is, of course, about pointless celebrities first. Oh. Uh, I love that show. Oh, that was stressful. I used to work in television, and I think it's one of the great formats of our time. Uh, and I would love to go on pointless. And in fact, I've wanted to go on pointless, oh. but I can't because I used to work in TV. So as somebody oh, who has been on it, yeah, I'm excluded. Oh, I'd love to go on the chase as well for the for the uh, oh, just yeah. to be fair. Mm. Um, but what was it like? How did you do? I couldn't find any clips of it. Oh, you can find it. Oh no, it was it was it was really great fun. I mean, Dad and I just well. Quite frankly, I don't think we took it as seriously as one might. Right. Um, but we did end up getting through to um, through to, to the final. Um, mm-hmm. So we got so we got our trophy. Yeah. So I got that home, which. Um, uh, but we then did manage to mess it up at the end. So unfortunately. You, so you got through to the bit where you have to come up with a pointless answer. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. do you remember what your topic was that you had to? Think I think of? it was. I think it was. It was the song about the animals from Doctor Doolittle, and oh, what blimey. was the, like the most pointless animal on that oh, so which like, I think would be in our so area an animal, no. an animal that was in the song that nobody remembered basically yeah yeah, yeah okay. I know I wouldn't know my, but what really sailed us through was uh, was my knowledge of nuts and I'd yeah. just like to have that on the record mm-hmm. that, that's what that's what saved us and why are you so uh, knowledgeable about nuts I don't know I just, yeah a bit, bit cooking obsessive when my career was just so terrible when I came out of drama school eight years of next to next to nothing I think I just got into cooking because it was it was it was a minor way to get applause. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I may not be the first one to suggest this, but um, <laughs> if you do such an amazing impression of your dad, mm. why doesn't your dad just? Um, why don't you basically become your dad's voiceover person aside. and do his Greedy. voiceover work for him? I mean, I think it's selfish on his part, quite frankly. You know, but he could take. You know, he just could take. Get, take yeah. He could take twenty five percent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Put your feet up. Yeah. Oh, this would be. This would be a really good. Um, is that a scam, or is it an understanding? Um, well, you know the voiceover guy Peter Dixon, right? <laughs> who does like the X Factor. Yes, yes, yes. I heard from a well-known voiceover person in the biz that mm-hmm. he basically nicked his voice off a, a previous generation voiceover guy who Perfect. passed away. <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't Absolutely. Know. I'm going to stop using this voice. I don't know and if that's true. start using this voice. It's so perfect. I love it. Um, okay, I'm going to... Uh, this is a bit of a departure for Almost Famous, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I've created what I'm going to call a bullshit-ometer based on your oh. dad's Wikipedia page. Because <laughs> no. it says that some of, some of the stuff that it says he's done is just the most incredible yeah. random stuff that I've ever read. So mm. I'm going to read something out. Yes. And you just say whether it's truth or bullshit, okay? Right, okay. Based, this is all from your dad's Wikipedia okay, page. Um, but is my bullshit bullshit because, yeah. Anyway, go on, let's try. Okay. Let's has, try. Has, your, has Brian Blessed sparred in the boxing ring with the Dalai Lama? I believe that's true. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, has he reached the summit of Mount Kilimanjaro? That's true. Bloody hell. Uh, attempted to climb Mount Everest three times without supplemental oxygen. Um, that is that is true. The first time without oxygen, I think the other two attempts he did have it. So semi-bullshit, but mainly true. That uh, sounds true to me. Is he the oldest man to go to the magnetic North Pole on foot? So I am told. <laughs> okay. This and, is... uh, yeah. Up, I, I... Upcoming is my favourite one. <laughs> Has he survived a plane crash during an expedition into the jungles of Venezuela? Yes, it's true. I mean, it's absolutely true. And is it? Did this stuff all happen while you were alive? Yeah. I mean, is there no point where you or your mum just say to him, "Can you just stop?" <laughs> well, you know what? Sort of no, because he's he's so enthusiastic and so yeah. obsessional about it that it's actually easier if he just goes and does it. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just going to be sort of acting out the same things in the kitchen, and it's quite expansive. Yeah. So, and I don't know. I just have this sort of feeling that he's indestructible, immortal, which well, is of course not true. Well, but this, that's how it feels. This list on Wikipedia makes me think that maybe he is. Has he completed eight hundred hours of space training at Star City in Russia? I don't know how long it was. He certainly has uh, trained and there. Does he want to be an astronaut? Is that what that's about? Yeah, I, I, yeah, he does. At this point, I may be kind of going, you know, Dad, you, you're eighty-three. <laughs> I think he's eighty-three. Maybe it's time to one or two, temper a few ambitions. You, but, th- you, know, you think he's eighty-three? Do you, do you need me to go to Wikipedia for that? Eighty-three or eighty-four? <laughs> eighty-three, I think. Finally, in the uh, bullshitometer round <laughs> yes, of yes, uh, yes. almost famous, which I'm now trying to turn into a quiz format, um, <laughs> and perhaps most dangerously, is it true that in two thousand and six he appeared on an episode of Loose Women? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's know, the most dangerous I of know, all of them, as far as I'm concerned. I know that concerned. he has appeared on Loose Women. There was, I believe, I didn't see it. There may have been chasing of loose women around. Can you just, uh, in a paragraph, because this, mm. this podcast isn't actually all about your dad, it's about you and your dad but uh, <laughs> and, and your relationship mm. and your career in life because of uh, growing up around fame, but I do just need to find out a little bit more about that plane crash. Well, um, yeah, I can't. I, it was it was on route, is it Aconcagua? Is, my geography is terrible, as is my mountain knowledge, because I, I, I can't do any more mountain talk. I really can't. No. But, yeah, no, he was en route to, to climb a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was just it was a little plane, and it, and it, did, it did crash. Um, what was the first not, you not heard dramatic. about it? Well, I mean, you know, he doesn't have a mobile phone, nor would it have worked if he did. So I think it's got to be a couple of... Days later or so. And is I'm it like just sure. a passing it been, comment? It may have been like a couple of weeks. We may not have known at all at the time. <laughs> I file all this away under dad, you know. Dad being dad. Dad stuff. Yeah. 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 But I, I can say that not many um, children's parents have been in plane crashes. So no. it's, um, it's not quite a scary thought. Was it, uh, was it a frightening? Was it a frightening time, or just because it had happened and you knew? knew it was I think okay? maybe because yeah. So when I by the time I knew it hmm. was it was okay. Um, yeah, it's always sort of semi-frightening with Dad. He's always doing something, yeah. like, a bit extreme. Yeah. But then maybe you just get a bit, you know, you build up a tolerance to, to, to that. Well, like when I saw him on Stars in Their Eyes. Uh, star, uh, stars in your eyes? Stars in their eyes. Stars in their um, eyes. Being Pavarotti. Oh, yes. Very good. Very he's good. Fa- he seems to be very good at everything he does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, he's all right. Um, okay, so uh, I wondered how you felt when we first uh, asked or when you first found out you were going to come on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, whether, uh, whether being the daughter of a famous person has always been easy for you or if you've ever found it difficult to talk about. How's your life been on that front? Yeah, it's a bit of a, it's a, bit of a mixed bag, really. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sure you do know there's always a slight caution where like like are people genuinely interested in you or is this just a via to to get to your you know your famous relative and it it, it does make it, it, as you get older you get a bit more jaded and a bit more guarded about about that and a bit, a bit more weary about mm. it um yeah no it hasn't for the most part it's been absolutely fine we just our careers have been for the, entirely separate really mm. you know his has been incredibly successful in the public eye and mine is not at all um <laughs> but i've got to do lots of really wonderful stuff so you know i'm not crying about it and fame itself having looked at it it's not um i wouldn't say it's something to actively really pursue i mean it yeah. does put a you know a bit of an anchor on your life and what you can do um but <clears throat> also uh, it's uh, it's it's inspiring to be able to go and s- see him. It's it, you'll be able to talk about artistic things, which is really great. He understands both my parents understand my my career, mm. um, whereas a lot of my friends who uh, whose parents they can be supportive, but they sometimes feel a bit lonely in in that they don't have someone to uh, to talk to really in depth about what they do. Mm. But then on the other hand, like when I was at drama school after a after a term, one of the teachers took me aside and said, oh, I think we owe you an apology because uh, we all thought you were going to be talentless and difficult. I was like, for a start, I wasn't entirely sure why she was telling me that. <laughs> uh, and but he, if you did think that, why on earth did you give me a place? Yeah. But I think there is, there is, that, there is that slight fear that you know, nepotism is going to breed little showbiz monsters who are going to be difficult. I think quite often it does, though. That, that's <laughs> probably what that's based on. <laughs> Um, you, you self-deprecatingly, you know, talked about your career not being um, as in the public eye as your dad's. Mm, mm. Has it ever? Has it? Have you ever thought that those two things are related? Have you ever thought that it's held you back in any way? Um, I don't know if it if it has really. Uh, I mean, other than in the way that that I say, I mean, I, I think sometimes people will make the assumption that you're going to be difficult, or that you're going to be spoiled, or that mm. you're going to be, or just just blatantly not very good really mm. or that you've had a leg up if i'd had a leg up you know what but where are my awards at where are they at <laughs> anyway so um <clears throat> but 
but mostly I haven't really thought about it too much. It pop up every now and again and go, oh, that's a bit, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Um, but I'd certainly purposefully, and I think in, in in a sort of prideful way, had really distanced myself from Dad throughout my career, so that everything I did was separate and was my was my own thing, and that we could be very clear about that. Yeah. And then as Dad, you know, approaches eighty, um, I. I had got involved with Guildford Shakespeare Company, who are an absolutely wonderful, wonderful company, doing amazing stuff. Um, and I'd done Othello for them uh, the year before, and they were going to do King Lear. And I had, and this is this is the truth, I had already been cast as, as Goneril in that. Um, and I was talking to Dad about it in the kitchen, and he goes, um, <clears throat> you, you think they might be um, interested in me uh, doing Lear? I said, well... I'm not going to lie, Dad, I think they might. Mm. I think they might be interested in that. And that was sort of, that was the point where I'd got a bit older. Yeah. And I was a bit like, what does it matter? Sure, why let's, why not work together? Yeah. I mean, Do you think you if, you, if you'd been it. a bit younger when he asked that, it might have, it might have gone a different way? Yeah, I might have felt a bit like, encro- you know, a bit stepping on, on yeah. the toes. But like, this time I was like, oh no, what does it matter? I know who I am. My friends know who I am. Yeah. My dogs know who I am. Like, fine. Yeah. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. We get and, a kick out of each other. And I think I read about this, and you said that you—I um, could be wrong—but mm. you, you said that you thought people would assume that he'd then got yeah. you the job. No, but that's but right. you are old enough and wise enough <laughs> to not really care yeah. whether people thought that or not. I mean, I remember um, uh, one of the audience members uh, at Guildford saying, "Oh well, yeah. I mean, of course you'd be in it." Right. And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. What is it? You know, but if I go along, do my job well. Once again, what does it matter?" No, I've I've had this conversation with a few of our guests. The, mm. the the reality, of course, as I say every time, is you still have to back up your talent. The, you know, mm. if you're not good at what you do, yeah. then it doesn't matter who our parents are or whatever. Yeah. You still have to be able to do it. Um, do you have um, do you have any recollection of of when you first realised your dad was famous and not like all the other dads? I think it was in and around Flash Gordon when when I was about five. Amazing. And I did and I didn't know. And I think I'd sort of slightly amalgamated it into slightly believing, possibly because of the things Dad told me when he came back from filming, that he actually could fly. And that, um, and that yes, he was part Hawkman. And when he went out for his his day job, he put on his wings and he could fly. And then he came back in. Um, but it was when that came out, that's when things changed. Like, we couldn't just go to the park because... I wouldn't see my dad. He would just get surrounded by people. And that's that's when it became a bit like, oh, wow, that's strange. That's a bit weird. And it was the same It was the same year that um, um, he was playing uh, Old Deuteronomy and Cats. Mm. And, of course, he used to stay on the on the stage at the interval and people would, like, come up and talk to him and get autographs and talk to him. And that, uh, that, that again, I think was a sort of like, oh, oh, people know my dad that people wouldn't yeah. be you know near him can you make sense of how that felt at the time you said weird but um was it was it exciting or i think or, i liked it yeah. yeah i don't think i mean not the not the not the being crowded at the park that made me really sad that made me feel really like isolated and mm. yet you know that was that wasn't good but i but i did i remember feeling proud that you know that was my the big shaggy cat up there that was my dad um yeah yeah, that was that was and brilliant. Did, I wonder what he, I wonder if Dad even knows about the film. Anyway, that's that's, that's, that's by the by. What the, the cats film? Oh right, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> not read knows. not read great reviews of no, that no. film. Anyway. I think it's fair to say. Yeah. Um, and did you um did he take you or did your did you go to the cinema to see Flash Gordon like whenever you know at the start and that must yeah, have been I really did. exciting oh, for a five year old. No, but it bet I got to sit in Rocket Ajax. Like I went along to the set. Right. Like that's awesome. Yeah. Like, it, in retrospect, I don't think I appreciated it at the time because I was a tiny child. But now I think it's really cool. <laughs> in uh, in slightly less cool, yeah. uh, but in a similar story vibe. My dad, uh, after he was a musician, went into A and R signing bands. And what I, I remember two things actually. One is I got to go on the set of Living in a Box by Living in a Box. Oh my god, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, for anyone, <laughs> for anyone younger than. 35, uh, <laughs> that was a song. It was called Living in a Box. It was by a band called Living, Living in a Box. In a box. So I went, to the, box. Uh, I went to the set of that. And then my mum was doing uh, backing vocals with Swing Out Sister for a while in the 90s. Really? And I got to go to uh, the set of Going Live and Bros were there. 
Oh, well. Oh. And I was like next to Matt and Luke Goss, so... So there you are. Does life get any better than that? And that was uh, uh, well. that was when they were cool before they became uncool and then came cool, cool again. again. Uh, so you yeah, know the uh, the, the I, cycle of bros. I raise you your Flash Gordon I with bros, swing I, out I, sister, and living in a box. I, I back down. That's, <laughs> that's impressive. Um, have uh, do you feel like uh, you mentioned? I just wonder whether uh, people you think other people that you've acted with and worked with mm. have they treated you differently? Do you think because they know who your father is? Have you have you had any evidence of that? Sometimes I think so. Mm. I mean, I think you can tell quite quickly if if uh, someone's being sort of genuine with you. Uh, I, I I mean, I don't. Do you, have, do you ever call them on it? Do you ever call them on it if you think they are being? Oh like no, that? No, no, I just don't. No, I just don't bother. Yeah, just, just gently distance and disappear. Um, no, but most most people like. I think once 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 you sort of get to know me, I don't. I it's it's sort of fine, you know. And if they if they're fans and they want to meet him, that like that's cool. That's that's nice. I you know I'm proud of my dad. He's 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 a he's a nice guy and he's happy to like talk to my friends. It's when it's. You know, it's when the little favors start coming in, and the little, you know, the emails and my mm. shows this, and then I start to kind of go, oh, oh, right. Perhaps he didn't really like me at all. People trying to ask <laughs> you to if he'll appear in things of theirs, that kind yeah. of stuff. Mm, yeah, uh, which I understand. God, it's difficult to get anything bloody done in this world. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I do get it, but it starts to make you feel a bit like I thought, a bit, a bit. Uh, oh, what's the word? A bit like. Just a bit itchy, a bit yeah. mentally itchy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. A thought just crossed my mind. Uh, has your dad turned down um, like royal awards and stuff? Uh, you know, CBs, OBs, no, that kind no, of no, stuff. No, no, we, no, we, no, we went for it. What no, is it? He's, he's got a, an OBE. Has he got an OBE? Yeah, yeah. Oh. I went along, I had a big act. Uh, I didn't see um, that. I didn't see that when researching him. Oh, that's. Yeah, he, he did. The he did and, I... and, then he, and then he made a big anti Trump speech afterwards. Oh, okay. So quite recently. <laughs> so it was a couple. Oh, was uh, about three years ago now, I think. Yeah. yeah. The reason I was thinking about it is because he should be a knight, I think. He wants to be a baron. 
Okay, what what well, is? How I think does that the alliteration. I don't, I don't I don't know how like you Trump's get son. I don't know how you would I don't know how you get to there, but yeah, he wants to be Baron Brian Blessed, which I oh, think. Oh well, of course the alliteration. Yeah, like yeah, you said. Yeah, yeah. Baron Brian. Oh, I can just imagine him It does. It, feel, it feels right. I don't. He know. should definitely be at least a knight, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Um, do you think in uh, Do you think fame in any way affected uh, how he was as a father? Do you, do you think he'd have been any different had he had he not been a a, a, a well known successful famous mm. actor? You see, the thing about dad is it's not so much... I mean, he himself, like, he doesn't go out to parties, he doesn't drink. Both my parents are teetotal. They don't live the the lifestyle. They get home ASAP. They're there with the dogs and yeah. the animals, and that's that's how they are. So in a way, though, he'd be away filming, say, for a few weeks, and then I wouldn't see him. But for the rest of the time, I probably saw him more than a lot of kids um, saw their dads. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say that fame changed him as a dad. I, I think just his... Who he is, his personality is unusual, is atypical for a for a father. Hmm. So he's always been, I guess, more of a more of a friend, really, a, like a, a an eccentric buddy, um, and you know, and very very inspiring. I mean, growing up with a man like that, you just you learn to be wary of being safe. That safe is is dangerous, yeah, and. Um, just to, you know, be be yourself and grab onto. That's interesting what you say about him being more of a friend. I've I always described my father as more like a kind of cool older brother who, like, <laughs> your. Whenever my dad would meet my friends, they were all like, "Oh, your dad's so cool. I wish he yeah. was my dad." Kind of. Vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's definitely been parts of my life where I've thought I probably could have done with a bit more of a proper paternal parenty parent. Parenty parent. Have you mm. ever have you ever thought anything like that? Oh, I think I mean it's crossed my mind from from time to time, but I. You know, but actually, I don't think I would want that. I think that's I think that's not really true. And besides, I, I'm a, you know, being a reasonably wayward adult sometimes, but uh, as a child, I was just such a goody goody. I didn't need that much parenting really. And besides, and mum was all over it. You know, yeah, she could do both. She she was a fine actress, yeah. artist, and um, and but uh, and you know. Well, tell us a bit Very more about mom. your mum's career as well, because like you said, mm. she was an actress as well, and presumably is that mm. how your mum and dad met? Through... That's right, and, yep. uh, and we'd just like to say that my dad was playing support to my mother. And rightly so. When they met. Yeah, they met on um, Boy Dominic. It was a... Children's series, um, and he took a very, very long time to ask her out, which he found very frustrating. Um, she, yeah, she, she found it frustrating. Yeah, she found it. So, what was I he? Was he, was he intimidated, or was it? I what? think he was. She's. Look, my mum is possibly the most beautiful woman I have mm. ever seen. Mm. I'd, I'd take my time. I'd, I'd, I'd be, I'd have been scared to hell as well. I, <laughs> I understand it. Um, she, like, she, excuse me, she played Cleopatra opposite Charlton Heston. Um, wow. In in a movie, she's uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. She's very cool. Very cool. <laughs> and then, uh, so how long? Had, how how old were they when they had you? It was. Uh, I think mum was thirty six. Okay. Or 30, so they were a bit. They were a bit old. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to seem mm. like we were missing your mum out as well. And also, mm. now seems like probably a good time to um, talk a little bit more about the the two plays that you've written that you're really? doing and that you're working with your mum and your mm. dad on. Do you want to just talk a little bit about them? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think one of those. Uh, one of the things that comes out out of being Brian Blessed's daughter is the the beauty of of being a writer as well is that is definitely my voice, you know that's you can't you know it can't be mistaken. Those are like, this is the stuff I you know the meat that I want to get into. So that's been that's been wonderful to sort of find find a, a place in in that. Um, and the and the the lovely thing is that both my parents. Uh, want to get involved and as I say once again at, at this point I, I think it's stupid stupid not to um, it's more important that my writing reaches more people than, than protecting my ego again, of you know um, they're, uh, they're both largely taken from, from personal experience so I'm looking at um, domestic abuse Mm-hmm. And and mental health uh, issues, which of course are interlinked and related. Um, hence, my character running through both, running through both plays. Um, and uh, I, th- I, th- I think when when Dad first heard it, because he 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 came along to some very early workshops and, and readings of it, and uh, it just it just 
chimed with him. Uh, he's been very good about, he wrote in The Dynamite Kid about a, a breakdown that he had as a young man. And I think he, he was 18, is that right? I think, yeah, it was, yeah, yeah it was, yeah, exactly something, wow. yeah. It's just, you know, it's a difficult, you know, really sensitive time. And I just, I just applaud Dad for that because um, to get a man of, particularly of my dad's generation, talking about those, those sorts of things, I think is, is, is absolutely brilliant. Yeah. And the more we can, just, I mean, I'm not saying anything new. It's just, it's just true. The more we talk about it, the more we get into it, demystify it, destigmatize it, whatever you want to, mm-hmm. you know, call it. Uh, and just make people feel like they're not alone. That the part, you know, we're, we, you know, we're we're in this together. We are actually connected as human beings. Um, once again, not saying anything new here, but like the the overwhelming nature of uh, social media, it's very easy to find yourself getting lonely and isolated yeah. and feeling like you're a bit wrong. So we just want to uh, fight against that. And I also wanted to bring something hopeful to the pieces rather than because there's some harrowing bits as long as along with a lot of laughter and, and um so hence enter enter my mother as this uh, older, wiser figure to um right. come and give some some advice from from a different perspective, a different a uh, uh, different age. Um and um does working so closely together with them uh does, has that led to feedback or any any <laughs> any difficulties from notes that you're receiving from your parents? No, not at all. Dad knows better, so he just he just keeps his mouth shut and he's a good boy. <laughs> so he just tells me that it's very good and that he likes it, and I like that. Yeah. So that's fantastic. Is that how he likes his notes as well? Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, we can make that arrangement. Mm-hmm. I'm happy to I'm happy to go back and forth on that, and it's true. I mean, we do genuinely like it. Get a get a real kick out of each other. And uh, with mum, I wrote. I, carefully wrote this character for her and she took a pen to it and changed it around and edited it and moved it about and I said you absolutely yes do whatever you like because I know that's wise yeah um and she just she's so clever you know I know I'm going to be like in the best hands uh, yeah with her so actually it's been it's been very it's been very easy yeah. we we yeah, we just work quite nicely together. That's lovely. So we're recording this um, just before Christmas, and you're mm. currently rehearsing them. But why don't you say uh, where? So the plays at the Old Red Lion Theatre, which is in Islington in London. And what are the mm-hmm. dates? When? Where can people get tickets? It uh, yes, we go into the Old Red Lion website and click onto the theatre, uh, and what's on. Um, you can get tickets. It's running from the seventh of January to the first of February, mm-hmm. and it's in mini rep, so sort of one night. Uh, lullabies for the last one night delights of dogs and the problems of people yeah and uh, uh yeah brilliant yeah. um wondered if you could think off the top of your head of what the most embarrassing moment was when you were growing up because mm. of growing up around your dad's fame if you can think of any moments yeah. of that ilk you see i mean it's i think what what i would say on that is that dad continually attempts to embarrass me and has never really I, I i've my skin has grown very grown very thick i mean when i was when i was in primary school he'd crawl up to the windows and make faces in at the class and at the teachers and uh, so I, oh he as i grew a little older again he chased me around the supermarket hitting me over the head with a baguette that was uh, in the knowledge that people were watching on going that's brian blessed doing that um, yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah. And then I, I remember going to um, the classic awards. Um, so for, yeah, uh, and walking down the red carpet, and Dad introducing me to everybody as his Russian sex worker. <laughs> so it, it's just it's a gift that keeps on giving. And who, uh, who was that? <laughs> were people were journalists recording that? Yeah. Yes, yes, they were. So basically, he's a. It sounds like he's kind of a, a show off who is always trying to um, make people laugh, yes. but off, and but not afraid to, to do that at other people's expense. No, especially not at if all, they're but in the family. Only, but in a, you know, but in in a very good natured way. And presumably that goes both ways. Then I'm surely you try and embarrass him at various times as well. <laughs> a chip off the old block. Oh, I, I haven't, but I should. Yes, you must. And I will. I will take that forward. Well, you'll definitely have the opportunity when you're doing the plays together, <laughs> surely at some point. Yes. Um, we had a question from someone who listens to the podcast. Oh. Uh, so this is a first for us. Congratulations. Oh, 
Um, were there ever parties at your house when you were growing up? Mm. Uh, and if so, who, like kind of celebrity parties, I guess, or kind of dinner parties. Oh. If so, who was there and what was that like? I'm uh, going to be really disappointing and say, no, there weren't. Well, do you know what? When you said earlier that uh, neither your parents mm. drink and they don't kind of get involved in that celebrity lifestyle, no. I did kind of. No, they're quite hermitical, really. So um, where did the where does the teetotal thing come from? I don't know. Um, they, uh, they never really liked it. My mum just says she doesn't she doesn't like the feeling of being out of control. Um, yeah. And I think I think likewise with dad. I think he's quite you know he's a big, strong, volatile man. You know, he used to be um, a skilled boxer. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't want that. No. Going in the wrong direction. No. No. Well, he's so, got. I, I, I he doesn't need it. He's already like. You feel any room like a yeah. like a like a gas. Um, when I think of your dad, I really think of. Uh, I really grew up on Blackadder, and I really mm. think of his role in Blackadder. Mm. Uh, and then, obviously, most of his roles are that big, mm. big person. So, um, yeah, I can totally, I can totally understand. He doesn't need alcohol. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, need alcohol. He doesn't need anything no. to. Uh, and clearly, from what you were saying about uh, his ability to try and wind you up as well, no, uh, no, no, he doesn't yeah, need yeah. anything to to take him to another level. <laughs> no, 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 no shame. He's like he's yeah. He's he he is not constricted. That he doesn't need to throw off his uh, social. Uh, Mores. Yeah. yeah, he's he's already he's already on it. Like so. the rest of us, or I yeah. certainly do. Uh, yeah. That question was from Joe Wiggins. Thank you, Joe. Hi, Joe. Keep, sorry, sorry, that was a bit disappointing, Joe. Keep listening, Joe. Keep sending in those questions, <laughs> um, and maybe we'll have a guest who has an answer for one of the questions at some <laughs> point. Um, uh, a common theme among many of our guests has been that they describe their famous family members as their heroes or idols. Mm. Um, is that is that uh, you've kind of described your dad as as like a less of a dad, less of a dad, more of a, a cool mm. friend? But is he? You know, do you do you are you really inspired by him? You see him as that kind of. Well, I mean, I I, I do. I mean, he doesn't he doesn't need me to tell him that he's my idol. I think that would just make. Send him into the stratosphere. No, we don't. We I don't. would to assume that he's going to listen we to this. Don't know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Dad. Hello. Um, he certainly. I mean, he certainly is uh, an inspiration. I like. I love the way that he that he's so generous with people. He's so generous with animals, with his time, with his energy. He like he he'll go into a room and really make a difference to the people in in there. He's he's very you know he's very positive. He's encourages people to go um, be brave and go for go for their dreams and not get not get uh, bogged. It's so easy. Like it's such a gloomy time at the mm, moment mm. to just feel like you don't even want to get out of bed. Really. Um, so I love that. I love that he gives people inspiration. I love that he's really weird. Um, I try to you know I try to follow that. Um, <laughs> And yeah, just the way he is with animals, and I'm now I've got my house full of uh, of rescue uh, dogs as well, you know. And yeah, I saw some interviews about, and and, I saw, <laughs> and and actually on Stars in Your Eyes, he, they had stuff from his house with his oh, yeah. animals. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's like Doctor Doolittle in there. <laughs> yes. Um, and so, would you say that the weirdness has rubbed off more on you, or the positivity, or a bit of both? Oh, a bit of both. A bit of both. Um, certainly, some of some off kilter. Um, slightly less than sane, eccentric, but also, uh, you know, I, I, I'd hope also quite generous and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, if, yeah. if you do say so yourself, if I do say so myself, <laughs> I'm a very, very good person, <laughs> awfully good person. You're very lucky to be in the room with me. I, I feel that. I feel that. Um, <laughs> I is your acting technique in any way influenced by your parents? Would you say? Um, I don't know if it's influenced by. I think uh, one of the things, if I'm going to get snarky reviews, what they are going to pick up on is, and uh, not that this should be a bad thing for an actor, but like, I'm so loud. Like there is a genetic thing there. Um, a singing teacher of mine once um, said that it's it's maybe something to do with like having a slightly tilted forward larynx, and it just makes us. I remember doing an outdoor Shakespeare and we kept on getting this this note as a company to be louder, to be louder, to be louder. And I kept on taking the note along with everybody else until the director turned around and went, Ross, please, please be quiet and my eyes are bleeding. <laughs> so um, so there's that. You're not coming across as overly loud in here. Yeah, well, I'm, very, I'm you know, we want to look, look, take care of the mic. <laughs> I can go over there and shout if you want. Um, it just shows your levels of professionalism that you know your well, exact, know. you know your exact Terrib- decibel levels. Terribly, terribly good person, 
terribly professional. <laughs> All the good things. Um, yeah, and I, I think, uh, like Dad as well, I'm quite happy to go to quite extreme in, in performance. I could go, like, larger than life, can go... Because I've done a lot, done a lot of comedy, a lot of heightened stuff. Mm. But also, which I don't think people get to see from Dad very often, is that he can be very, very subtle and very small as well. Mm. It's just... Um, He's not often, he's not that often asked to do it. Have you ever been tempted to write a, you know, kind of um, heightened versions of yours and your dad's own real lives, kind of some kind of sitcom together, something like that? Oh, do you know what? It may well happen. I could see that. Down I could the really line. see that. I think we, I, uh, we, we'd have a lot at of fun home, together. You know, the kind of at home, imagining that your character, I mean, I'm just spitballing mm. here because it's literally just come up to me, but yeah. the idea that your character may be. Um, You've had to move back in with your dad. Oh yeah, of and uh, and what Which that real life would be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, basically, for any any of us who are oh, anyone over like thirty this. still lives with their parents in London. I mean, that's just <laughs> around London. That's just how it is. Um, I'll credit you but when, think, when this comes along. Well, it's recorded. It's literally recorded. This is a yeah, this is an true, audio contract. contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I could totally see that really yeah. working. I'm certainly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I can just imagine the idea. I mean, I actually almost feel like it would probably write itself. Because the, the stuff that your dad probably naturally does <laughs> yeah. will be funnier than anything could actually write. So maybe it's an improv piece. Yeah, maybe it is. Um, uh, oh, I've just come up with a great idea. Brilliant. Um, Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. But like I said, <laughs> audio contract. Uh, some yeah, some yeah, of yeah. our guests have um, have had many lies written about them and their family members in the press. Mm. Uh, is that something that's happened to you guys? And can you think of any examples where it's been bad? Lies. Oh, I don't think. I mean, I don't think I. I don't think I come up all that often. Hmm. Um, I'm trying to think, has been because your dad's about, kept out uh, of because your dad's yeah. kept out of the kind of party lifestyle. Yeah. It's probably been pretty hard for the press That's to right. really, to yeah. really pull him out, pull him up on anything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to think because. Do you think that's what it has. is? Then Do you think it's basically by. By kind of embracing when when people in the public eye embrace that and mm. and go out. Uh, partying on mm. and and enjoy having their photos taken, that kind of thing. Yeah. Do you think that then gives the 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 press the rope with which to then tie? I feel them, like they have that ownership the there. Yeah. Then, yeah, yeah. No, I think it is quite. I think it is quite smart because for all that is expansive and will get out there when and when he's on stage or when he's do, you know doing an event or one man show, then he's all out and it, it and he's happy to talk about anything really. Um, we're not uh, we're not we're not much for secrets, Dad and I. Really, we just let it all hang out. Yeah. But at the same time, is very private, and you know, yeah, exactly. So I think that's probably why it doesn't happen because he's, um, yeah, doesn't give anything. Yeah, doesn't give anything. No lies, no, no dinner lies. parties, no lies. Oh, uh, I know, I'm so <laughs> boring. I wanted to go back to um, you being your acting being influenced by your parents because. Uh, we talked a bit about your dad, but anything mm. from your mum's side of the, the acting side of things? Yeah, well, I think it, I think it ended up being a, a sort of balance. Like with dad, it, it's that the inspiration to be different and brave and make bold choices and you know, don't be afraid to fail, look an idiot, you know, just just go for it. And with with mum, I think what I what I took was just incredible attention to uh, to text and serving writers and um, yeah yeah you're find, finding your place in the story and what your what your role is and yeah. um, and all of that and taught me you know taught me you know deep love of um, of playwrights and theatre and all of that side of things. That side of it's what I kind of describe more as like the actory side the of it. You know, like the, the you know, mm. delving into your character. Yes, all, this, yes all that stuff that makes us sound pretty <laughs> awful. I say this, I have to say this, every time I interview an actor I have to admit how terrible an actor I am so I don't even I don't even feel able to um, judge people for, for sounding pretentious when they yeah, talk when they talk in actory speak um, how did your parents feel about you becoming an actor was that something they um, actively supported uh, were they the kind yeah. of parents who were like we want you to do whatever you want to do that's exactly it yeah mm. they, they really did want me to do well, I, so it wasn't it wasn't a done deal when I was I mean I'm thick as a brick now but when I was younger I was pretty academic and there was a few things I you know I was really interested in chemistry uh, I loved history and um, and wasn't quite sure what, you know what, what was going to to win out um, and then yeah 
then I got just I got seduced by the dark. You got the bug. Yes. Um, well, but they but they they always said you know they they would support me in in, in whatever I did because you know they're good parents that way. Yeah. Yeah. Parents should always be like that. I mean, it's, it's mad when I hear about people. It's think? mad when I hear about people whose parents are like, "You must be a doctor, you must no. do this." Like, and also because if any, you know, if these kids are anything like me, the moment someone tells me to do something, then in, of course I'm going to oh. do the direct opposite. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, I'm still like that. I yeah. It doesn't matter how old I get. Yeah. You tell me to do something. I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Um, I don't get the sense that this is going to be a an affirmative answer. But mm. uh, have you ever felt any resentment towards your father's success? Oh, interesting. Um, oh, I like this pause. That means yeah, there's something, there's something I'm there. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to unpick that because I think, I think there probably has been, um, and like when I was, when you know, when I was younger and lost, you know, going back to like not being able to go out to the park, or I think, I think sometimes I, I kind of thought, yeah. Maybe slightly resented it there. I think that's possible to say that. I sometimes wonder if I look at my my mother and and how skilled she is and what a wonderful actress she is and how quite frankly I feel like the industry forgot her a bit and did not forget my dad. And I think there's a bit of me that's a little bitter about that on on her behalf. Yeah, I think it wasn't terribly. Um, uh, terribly fair. I mean, I, I'm, I'm searching for it here because, I mean, vastly the answer is no. Mm. But, um, but I wouldn't say entirely no. I'd say, you know, let's 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 be honest. I think there probably has been your in your, there. your point about the the stuff in the park. Um, mm. Having spoken to a few people on this, um, what seems to come across is that it's not resentment of the famous person in their life uh, mm. being successful. What it has been sometimes is resentment that that has meant they haven't been able to spend be it that moment mm. in the park or some moments oh, or some time yeah. with them do you know what i mean mm. um is it does that feel similar yeah well i mean i think i think as i say when i was younger i think maybe there was there was slight jealousy to, to towards that but now i like sharing dad with other people now i think he's i think he's good for people yeah so now i don't feel that now i feel like it's good yeah go. though i do sometimes think He's, you know, my God, he works really hard. I would be struggling to maintain his um, his schedule. Yeah. Um, and I do worry now a little bit, like, you know, him going off into the jungle or climbing mountains or whatever. That I sometimes think... <laughs> Getting in another plane oh, crash. It's rather, it's rather a lot that you do, but, I mean... You know. Do you think he's one of those people where he kind of knows that that's what keeps him going? Is, is yeah, just perhaps. being busy, just being high energy I can't the whole see, time? I can't see him being any other way. He doesn't no. take... If I just come out for a cup of coffee, you'd think... You know, he's known me 44 years. That's, you know, he's still doing shows for me and acting out films in, in, in the kitchen. I'm like, why are you still bothering? It's fine. <laughs> Just chill. But no, no. Doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, I guess in the same way that I can't imagine Brian Blessed kind of just being a shy retiring type is that mm. in in the same way that he doesn't want to be that kind of no. person he, he wants to be up and busy mm. and energetic yes, all that's the time true, that's true. i mean he is also very quiet as well you know he'll go into his into his little cabin that he has in right. the garden he, he meditates he likes to be quiet okay. um yeah oh, so he has his time he has his time that's mm. good that's good mm. um how do you think growing up around fame has affected your personal relationships do you think there's been any link to uh, the reason I ask, I say this mm. every time is uh, I think the reality of me is I th- I see kind of all romantic relationships anyway yeah. as kind of they're only real relationships if they're dramatic and that's as a result of growing <laughs> up around dramatic relationships. Right. Um, so mm. I just wonder if you see any kind of through line with your experience on uh, you know friendships or romantic relationships yeah. and, and how you feel about that. Uh, I think. Uh, I think I chose badly on a couple of occasions. I've noticed with a couple of, fortunately not with the fantastic young man that I have now, but um, a couple of my early relationships, I saw quite quickly that I was only part of why they were in 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 the relationship. There was there was quite a bit of uh, romancing of my father that became apparent really? after a while. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, that was that did not feel good. 
could your so you can tell that in hindsight you didn't recognize it at the time yeah and i didn't i didn't recognize it initially also yeah you're young you're naive you don't Mm. really know but then yeah to start to see that um, so so what is that is that so do you just mm. from that putting trying to put myself in that person's Mm. shoes is that you know the um that's being able to say I'm going out with Brian Blessed's daughter. Is that what we're talking about? Um, or the hope that, the no, hope that he would help their career? I think I think the, I think the latter. To mm. to uh, I mean a bit of the former, but certainly certainly the latter. Quite uh, quite shocking after uh, after a bit. Was there any ever any ever any admission of that, or like that that was a reason, or was that's just what what came to you? Uh, well, in, I mean, afterwards? I think. I, I, uh, I mean, because these these were quite long lasting relationships. I think I, I think I became aware of it after after a while. I got a bit older, and I think my mother was aware of it as well. And we had conversations along those lines. Awful, awful. I'm so sorry. Shockers. It's fine. It's a long time ago now. As my mum would say, men are pigs. <gasps> men are pigs. Except that's you, not... son. Except you. Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I like them. Um, yeah, they're all right. But that's <laughs> no. That's a. That's a. Yeah. That's a terrible. Yeah, there thing wasn't... to realise. Yeah, it just feels it it's feels dirty. dirty. Yeah. yeah, it feels mucky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Well, you, luckily yeah. you've got a lovely man now. I do. Or as I you do. called him, a young man. Young man. Uh, I know. I'm which, just I'm awful. in my head Predatory. means he could be any age, and I just want it to stay that way. <laughs> I don't. I don't want an age. I don't want to know. No, that's right. Uh, I'm proud of you for finding a lovely young man. <laughs> um, okay, and there's a final question that we ask all of our guests. Mm. If you could live your life all over again, but without having had a famous father, Ooh. would you swap? <gasps> no. No. I don't think I would. No? No. It doesn't say, I can't, from what you've said, I can't think of a reason why you would. He, no. He, he sounds like a... It's worth it. Well, it's worth the little niggles. And I would say that it's more that I've had some, you know, some little niggles, some little dirty... For the most part, no, it's been good. Some no, little, I wouldn't swap it. Some little, uh, what do you, yeah, some little, yeah. yeah. We're, we're waving our fingers Grr. madly. It's, it must look very odd from, from through the window. Um, <laughs> Rosalind, thank you so much thank for coming you. on the show. It's um, been a joy. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening uh, as well. Um, before I go, I just want to point you all towards an amazing podcast that I can highly recommend you subscribe to. It's called Psy Comedy with the host Nathan Cassidy. It's a show that delves into the dark recesses of the minds of some amazing comedians. Uh, and as I know, a lot of you guys have loved hearing uh, about the lives of some of the really funny guests we've had on Almost Famous. I can just really recommend you going over and subscribing to Psy Comedy for some amazingly deep and honest discussions. The link to it will be in the description box. So check that out. It's called Psy Comedy with Nathan, uh, Nathan Cassidy. sorry, And it's avail- available via all the usual podcasts publishers too so do check it out also uh, I was going to say more importantly but that sounds bad but make sure you do press the subscribe button on Almost Famous so that you can hear these episodes coming out every week uh, and do rate the podcast and leave us a comment too because that helps get us seen by more people uh, you can find us on Instagram at Almost Famous the podcast and on Twitter at Pod Almost Famous and until next time thank you so much for listening goodbye 